Hi there. Before the episode starts, I'd like to point out a little mistake that I made throughout the whole episode. So when we had Ikar on the show, he told us that he changed his name from Bryant to Ikar. I thought it was his surname that was changed, so it was going to be Bryant Ikar. Um, so I keep referring to him as Bryant, even though he tells me that his name is Ikar, and I'm very sorry about that. Also, Paddy was right, and I was wrong. So enjoy the show. Welcome back to the Circle Unofficial Podcast with me, Seamus. And me, Paddy. We are back with a great episode today. So we're going to be covering episodes 7 and 8. And we have a chat with sweet baby angel Bryant. Acar. No, his name is Bryant Acar. So he's changed his surname, not his first name. Oh, I thought it was his first name. No, no. So it's his surname. Um, I that's why I was like, Acar slash Bryant. But like, like, you could call people their surnames. Hey, yeah. Smith. Were oh you God, ever called Smith? Smith? Oh my God, it'd be sick, wouldn't it? I'd feel like I'm out of uh, Saxon City. Right. Oh, did you, were you ever called like Smith or... Do you have any nicknames? Smithsa. Smithsa. <laughs> I feel like gay boys don't really... Like, I would, I would never really have been called Clancy. Jigglypuff. <laughs> Jigglypuff. <laughs> I never really had... And I... You know, obviously, like, we I talked was, about I, it. I was called Hufflepuff. Were you? No. <laughs> I, I always wanted to have a nickname because I, like... Seamus, like not a hugely well-known name. Everyone always pronounces it wrong, yeah. especially outside of Ireland. But also, like, there's not many Seamuses here. It's a bit of a granddad Ma- you name. You could be Mossy. I know, I hated it. So I was always like, Shay, or I tried <laughs> to make like, Clano happen. It never happened. Like, I couldn't make <laughs> a nickname happen. Clano. Clano. Clano, fun fact, used to be like my, it, it probably is in some things, was always my like, name on like, dating apps. <laughs> I am dead. Clano. Clano. My name's Clano. Cl- live it, love it, learn it. No, I <laughs> live it, live, laugh, love with Clano. I was always Paddy or Pa. Pa. I like Pa. Or Pio, because my name is actually Paddy Pio. Pio is a cute name. Paddy Pio. Yeah, so my name is actually Paddy Pio. Paul. Hey, Paul. Yeah. Love it. So we left yesterday's episode on the cliffhanger, who was going to go... So Courtney and River are in the hangout going through all the players and I don't think it's a big surprise. You know, we were left on the last episode where Courtney opens up about Savannah, what Savannah said to him. River was also a bit on the fence already about Terralisha. So poor Terralisha got blocked. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't surprised at all. I don't think many people would have been once Courtney was in that chair, as I said in the previous ep. Terralisha didn't really stand a chance. I think she knew it herself. Yeah. And like we said it on, you know, the interview in the last episode, she was, you know, she just felt like she had to constantly defend her character. Like that narrative took over her whole game. Yeah, it wasn't fair in her. It was a tough ride, but she came out pretty good out of it. Seems happy. I can also say that like, I can see from the interviews that the paranoia started to like, you know, get in on her. And like, she just kind of second guessed everything. So it was, you know, I hope... um, I hope she's kind of got herself back together and like definitely kind of focused in on things that like make her happy because I know how that feels. Yeah. Then so alert, she gets to go visit a player, goes to see Chloe. Yeah, I wasn't really surprised. I I actually no. wasn't sure. The only like, fun thing, well, not the fun thing to hear me, shady bitch over here. The only good thing, well, not good thing to. The only thing that happened was on the wall, she had uh, Sarah Alicia catfish. 
Chloe. No, how embarrassing when she walks in, she's like, oops. Yeah. Oops, Pretend see, like you didn't see, see that. Yeah, rip it up in front of her. <laughs> Sorry, I was obviously wrong. Oops. <laughs> Um, but then also Chloe says that she thinks Trevor's a catfish because he's very emotional on messages something that she hadn't really mentioned before now because you know she's very like flirty on the chats with him I know it just shows you isn't it that we all have an idea of how like a man or a woman should act yeah and then like when that's kind of questioned we go into this like I suppose like tornado of like unsureness but it doesn't, we don't know, like, no one should have, be boxed into kind of how they should act, but it just shows you how society, societal norms still have a part to play. Yeah, and like, you know, obviously it's the name of the game, you're kind of trying to guess who catfishes are, but this also happens, and I get it all the time, when, let's say, some straight guys are a bit effeminate, mm. and you'll always, they'll always ask the gay person, be like, do you think he's gay? Do you get that? Uh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. why can't he be an effeminate straight guy? I know. Like, why can't he be a masculine gay guy? Yeah. Or that, or, I mean, oh are, God, I hate that. We're looking for them everywhere. They're, they're, they're a dime a dozen. <laughs> they are. But I hate that as well. Oh, you, you, you don't seem gay. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's not I a compliment, know. babe. I think, yeah, we're so used to kind of the boxed off societal norms that like sometimes, and look, I'm not saying I've done it myself. Do you mm. know what I mean? I'm not saying I'm like immune to doing this. But when you're watching it, and especially because of, you know, we're getting more educated now, you start to realise that we do do it kind of sub- unsubconsciously. Yeah, gender's a construct. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, then we get a message from Tara Leisha. She's pretty much just says, you know, it's been an uphill battle to defend my character. I'm really sad to leave. Yeah, it just seemed really sad to be gone. I, d- I do feel for her, yeah. Hmm. Then the group chat opens up and I love Chloe's being the first one since the start of this this season who has said that somebody has come to visit them. So she said that Chloe came to visit her and it was great. Also, did we just mention who we're going to be interviewing this episode? Oh my God, we haven't. We're going to be interviewing the captivating Bryant. And like it even turns into like a wellness interview at one point. It does. We, we do his iconic breathing techniques and he brings us into this. I've never felt, I felt then over, over a Zoom, over a Zoom interview. Yeah. And not only that, we're not going to announce who the next episode is, but it's, it's also another one of our oh, absolute favorites. This is a biggie. Oh, it's a biggie. We'll give you a clue. They've been in another reality show. Oh, Jesus. You might as well just spell it out for them. <laughs> Listen, it could be Bryant again. It could, could be back on. Yeah. And also, for anyone who didn't know, Bryant was actually in America's Next Top Model. And I did not know this. But Seamus filled me in, which is weird because I'm normally the reality TV buff. Oh, it's only because I did a bit of research and I was putting the questions together. Oh, no. I didn't watch the season. But it makes sense. He is absolutely beautiful. But honestly, guys, like, he just captivates you and has such a lovely energy. I just, did you, like, feel a ra- like a radiating calmness from the screen? Oh, like, I went onto his Instagram afterwards and I honestly thought about, like, is it, like, should I be working nine to five every day? Which I don't. Like, it's more like eight to eight. But, you know, like, what's the point? Like, what is the point? Like, why don't we all just go to Costa Rica? Fuck it. Yeah, and it shows kind of, like, how, like, in his life beforehand, like, um, 
he in America's Next Model he said like he was like portrayed as the villain and like he had all these kind of um ideas of what he should be like and stuff like that and he kind of let that go for all of this uh and it just makes you just really think honestly and obviously he's living in a stunning he's living somewhere in Costa Rica in this stunning part stunning man in a stunning part yeah what anyway, more could you want anyway that will be coming up but I just had to let you know the little golden nugget of an interview that's coming the little nug nug yeah Right, then we're on to a game. It's called Glamaquin, and it's hosted by Queer Eyes, Jonathan Van Ness. Oh I do love God, a bit of Jonathan Van him. Ness. Love oh, him so much. Absolute queen. So everyone gets 30 minutes, they get a mannequin head, and they get accessories, and they have to give it a makeover. Yeah, I mean, all we can talk about here is Emily. I mean, honestly, honestly and truly... I felt really bad for Jack because he obviously knew he'd really majorly fucked up and this could be the reason he's going. He was really beating himself up. But you know what the funny bit was around um, when... Oh, was this... Oh, sorry, I'm going on from here now. Sorry, yeah, so when he was doing the mannequin, like, he didn't even know to put foundation on, which is obviously the basis of every makeup look. I just wish he'd kind of gone, like... You know the way Rivers was so colourful and there was loads of bits. It was really kind abstract. of abstract. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's the way he probably should have gone is like not use normal makeup. Maybe like done the skin green or just done something mad to take the attention away. But yeah. it But it's not really terrible. kind of Emily's vibe. Emily's like valley girl. You know what I mean? She yeah. should know how to do makeup. And also I felt like Trevor's was way too good. Like, way, 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 way too good. That would ring alarm bells for me. That's seeing how good that was. Like, so good. Yeah, and Trevor wins. I would be like, oh my God. And like, she was so happy to win. And yeah. I'm like, babe, don't be happy. Like, you should no. be stressed that you've won as a man doing a makeup challenge. That would uh, stress me out. But then no, again, she didn't care. who cares? Like, maybe he is good at makeup. But... Isn't it weird that, like, that's in your head? He couldn't be, do you know? Yeah. Like, I don't think a man could be good at makeup, a straight man that doesn't wear makeup or is a makeup artist. I but would be why? terrible at makeup. But why? I'm actually... Well, I'm, I'm okay at myself. I wouldn't be good at anyone else. I wouldn't know... I wouldn't know what to use. I know but foundation, know way... but I wouldn't know what you put over foundation. Okay, so do you know the way in um, the anonymous game, Mitchell asked... What five makeup brands do you know? Do you know five? Um, yeah, I could definitely name five. Go. Um, like Chanel, Tom Ford, Maybelline, um, uh, Urban Decay. Charlotte Tilbury. Uh, Charlotte Tilbury. Um, what's the biggest one that we get in Brent Thomas? Which Brent Thomas in, in for UK listeners is like our horrids. Um, Everyone uses it. Mac! Mac, oh god, of course, the Mac girls. How could I forget about those horns? Love them. Yeah, no, I, I'd be awful at it. Like, really, really bad. Um, so I yeah, after the game, Trevor out. wins. And then there is a circle group chat with the lads. And so this is when Trev and Mitchell talk about Chloe. And, which I kind of think is a bit unfair for Trevor to be like, no, she's mine. And I'm like, you're not even real. Like, what about if Mitchell and Chloe could... Like, they're destined to be together yeah, and you're standing in the way. She doesn't know if Chloe's real. You have to remember that. And she is playing her own game plan. 
Yeah, actually very true. So, you know, you have to look at it like that way and not look yeah. at it as like we're viewing it. Um, so then after that, there's the chat with Chloe and Mitchell. So Chloe goes straight in flirty, doesn't get the response she wants. Mitchell She's like, pies her basically, pies her off. Oh, and she hates it. Oh, she was, you can tell. She's probably not going to say it because, like, you know, I'd say she's quite aware of everything. But inside, I'd say she's fumed. Fuming. Yeah. Like, fuming. Yeah. Um, yeah, then there was... Yeah, pretty much the end of that episode is that we find out that tomorrow, two players are going to be blocked, not just one. <gasps> dun, dun, Gasp. Dun. <gasps> oh, Gasp. Shock. What was that in? Oh, gasp. It was in RuPaul's. <laughs> no, I can't remember RuPaul. who which queen did it. Season six, I think it was. Uh, oh, G Gun. No, not her. Uh, oh my God, he was with glasses. Oh, gasp. I can't. Th- I'll go back to you. I'll, oh. I'll text you. And I know the one you're. Yeah, I remember yeah. the episode and all. It was like the DeLorean and like. Yeah. yeah I can't remember who said it. Scream Queens. Scream Queens, that's it. If anyone knows and listening, get in touch with us on our, fa- on our Instagram. Yeah, let us know, because we're not going to Google it between now and this coming out. So tell us. (laughs) So then on to episode eight. So the last episode in this um, block or drop, drop of episodes. Look at us media savvy drop. We're doing a media drop. We're doing a media drop. Oh my God, I love nothing more than a media drop. Why haven't I presented any of your Kellogg's or Pringles stuff yet? We don't do one thing in Ireland. I have my UK, my, my audience is UK based. Get in touch with the UK comms team. Wow, wow. <laughs> this is shade. Shade if I've ever thought. I get no Pringles, no Kellogg's. And we so for people together. that don't know, a media drop essentially is... Well, like, they're, like probably media drops like an old kind of word. Because, like, back in the day when PR started, you would only send gifts to, to media. But then, obviously, since influencers have become more prominent then you also send them to influencers probably more than you would send them to a journalist. So they're just the gifts that people put up, you know, from brands. They're like, oh my God, blah, 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 sent me this. But it's not like, the only reason is because Kellogg's and Pringles are such stunning brands to get gifts from. Yeah. Like I love all Kellogg's cereals. And I lo- who doesn't love Pringles? I love that this is just turning into like a hashtag ad. Yeah. Everyone go out and buy Pringles I'm and like, Kellogg's. Hashtag spawn. I'll send hashtag you, spawn, I'll send I wish. You, I'll stand you my stats. <laughs> Thanks. I don't know where I'm getting the budget from, but okay. <laughs> no, no, I'm joking. Um, so yeah, episode eight starts with kind of everyone doubting Emily. They're all just saying what an absolute mess she did on the mannequin. Yeah. She did. She well, did. Well, felt really bad because like, he got really upset, which I was quite, like, oh, he was so upset because he knew, you know. Yeah. He knew. Yeah, he did. Yeah, like, and it's tough because you're like, that one mistake has literally cost me the game. And it did. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Um, then Lance and Emily had a chat kind of about space. Well, don't know what else yeah, really happened there. Kind of like, it was like a filler chat. Yeah, me. Trevor and Kat had a chat. They were just kind of talking about some of the suspicions that they have. So suspicions around Lance, suspicions around Emily. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know how Trevor also started that with like my... Black Queen or Yeah, you love that. I know how I'm gonna I get to it. you. I just think it's my little prince patty. Yeah. See my, li- my little white chocolate button. <laughs> my, little, my little prince. Hello, my little prince. Is there any white chocolate anymore? Yeah, of course. White chocolate buttons. I actually went to the shop do they look for white chocolate? They couldn't find any. 
Oh my God. So Marks and Spencers have these cookies. They're like biscuits and they're dipped in the thickest layer of white chocolate. I am obsessed with them. Get them. They're okay. unbelievable. I might go after this. So now we're also on to supporting <laughs> Marks and Spencers now as well. <laughs> if Percy the pig would like to come on as a guest, let us know. <laughs> I hear he's a huge circle fan. <laughs> Can't get enough of it. Um, yeah, and then we're at the ratings now, isn't it? We are at Don't At Me. So oh. it's a game where they um, they get to say, so one person to another anonymously mm. um, gets to say something. So first of all, it's Courtney. And he says to Chloe, are you using Trevor to get further in the game? I mean, it's half true. It totally is true. Like that's, But that's part of it. Like you build relationships. Chloe is building more... But I think kind of we, intimate I th- relationships I think and we, sexual. I think in there you use every relationship to try and get you further in the game. Yeah, it's one hundred percent. No matter who it is, that's the aim of the game. Then there is Emily to Courtney. Um, when when will the fake act end? Uh, I don't think Courtney's been that fake, but obviously you know we're not you know we're not in there. We don't see everything that's going on. I don't think. I think he's just very animated and excitable, and like maybe that can come across. And you see, I think he's very, he's very on the pulse of, like, everything. Because he's an entertainment host anyway. So he probably mm. seems very polished in terms of, like, you know. But I also think, you know, Emily obviously realises that he's fucked up in the mannequin challenge. And then Courtney was number one. So I think this is just a way to just bring down Courtney a few pecs. Fair. Fair observation, Clanny. I know, Clano. <laughs> so then Mitchell says to Emily, this is the top five makeup brands. Clever, clever, clever question to ask. Yeah. Well, and the makeup brands, I, I nobody think that, knew. I think that you'd, well, yeah. Well, no, he did one and he made them up collective.co and I couldn't breathe. <laughs> That's what's like something you get in deals. We're in the pound shop. Yeah. Collective.co. Collective.co. Like he could have done even like Kylie Cosmetics. The Kardashians. Kylie Cosmetics is like... Oh, yeah. You know, um, that would have been a good one. Um, then River to Trevor. <laughs> How hard has it been being a catfish? Uh, fair question. But then for Trevor yeah. to say, you know, I'd never lie about being a single dad. And I'm like, you know, my morals but wouldn't... The morals are turning out the window. As in, hashtag, what would you do? What would you lose to win? You'd lose your second morals to win. Funny, like, like, let's just kind of go back to that. Remember how that was such a leading message for the promos for the circle? But literally, as soon as it started, what would you lose to win was gone. Yeah. They didn't really use it again. Like, I don't really remember this it being there. for the UK one now. Yeah, for the UK one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I think that was, like, their very much marketing ploy of, like, how the game has become more strategic and, like, dark. Yeah. Like, Black Mirror-esque. Yeah. yeah. Um. Then there's a chat with Kat and Chloe building really like a close bond. I love how one of them says about a jalapeno coochie. Yeah, but also Kat was like la- kind of like laughing. I felt at Chloe being like, "Yeah, we're close. That went down well." Like, I mean, I feel like yeah. you know, I feel like Kat. I I like her, but there's like such a game plan in the back of her mind. She's a competitor at the end of the day, and she's like, "Yeah, Clay, whatever. You're there until I need you, until you don't, I, until I don't need you." 
I'll say it now and I know obviously we're going to talk about the ratings in a bit and this is kind of based on the ratings but Kat is one to watch one to watch she could be, she'll definitely be there to the end I think mm, mm. she's one of those ones you know those she's those kind of players that come in at the right time not too late in the middle you were one of them um, Natalia was one of them mm. I think you know I this... think Mitchell and her could have a good, good go yeah yeah you're yeah. right though because if you come in late you have to come in at the right time and that's all down to luck luckily for me i came in at the right time luckily for natalia she came in at the right time but you're right because if you're not if you're too late in you don't really have a chance yeah and if you're too early in you know you yeah. could be gone or you you're too popular yeah yeah um, then River and Trevor have a chat. So Trevor is essentially just trying to catch him up after the game because he he knows that River asked that question. Really tried to guilt trip him. Uh, like I know it wasn't you, but it was. Yeah, <laughs> and I yeah. love how Lee handles it. Yeah, He's just yeah like, but it was. Yeah. <laughs> He's like yeah. a little kid. I love the way like it's so funny as well. Like Trevor's a full catfish, and she's like, "I'm gonna try guilt him into this now." you know, really make him feel bad. I'm like, but aren't you doing the same? Yeah. Aren't you doing Everyone the is. same? Like, it just makes me like, I find it so funny when catfish try to catch out people. But I'm like, you're doing the exact same thing. And they like their morals come into play. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So then we find out that, in fact, the ratings mean that the bottom two are gone. There'll be no influencers. Nobody's making a decision. If you're the bottom two, you are gone. Now, can I just say as well, once I see that, I'm like, there's going to be a twist. Yeah, From my too. circle knowledge. Like, I just know. Jack I was Beth, like, they're not gone. No, they're, they're definitely not and gone. And then when, it, then when it was like, they can go see who they want, I was like, maybe I'm wrong. So, mm-hmm. So we find out that in first place is Chloe. No surprise, really happy she's there. Second place then is Kat. A big surprise. And I think, you know, everyone else then kind of realised, whoa, wait a minute. These ratings are very strategic. Mm. The strategy is coming out, darlings. Coming out. Third then is River. Fourth is Trevor. Again, Trevor sitting in that lovely little position. Fifth then is Mitchell. Sixth is Courtney. So Courtney really, you know, went from the top to near the bottom. Like he was very lucky to not be one of the the blocks players. Yeah, I was getting really worried. I was so worried. I was like, please don't go. Yeah. And I I don't mean this in a bad way, but wasn't really that sad to see Lance, a.k.a. Lisa, and Emily, a.k.a. Jacko. No, no. So they are leaving. Then we find out that they get to meet a player each. And as soon as Lisa walked in that door, obviously, if you if you watch the UK one, you will recognize that apartment as being the one with the two bedrooms. Yeah. So we knew straight away they're going to get together and be a new profile. And then Jack comes in. And I love this because obviously they don't know who. So Jack thought he was going to go see Trevor and then he sees Lisa. So he obviously yeah. just thinks Lisa is Trevor. Yeah. Lisa knows better because, you know, she's been in there and she wanted to go see River. Which I was, yeah, a, bit... It's, I was a bit surprised by. <laughs> Jack to go see Trevor, I thought was weird. I know. Were Emily and Trevor that close? I didn't think so. I thought Emily was flirting with Mitchell, but maybe I was wrong. 
Yeah, I just or I thought she would have gone see one of the girls, like not Trevor. <laughs> I know, random. Sure. And even Lisa and River, I was like, that's kind of random. But, but then I don't the, know who else she was talking to. Even these two as a little duo is so random. Oh my god, stop it! <laughs> that's exactly what I thought. I was like, sorry, these two people are like chalk <laughs> and cheese. You couldn't put them like they're so different. And now literally, they're the only person you have, or and the only thing to do. Like you can't distract yourself with your TV no. and your phone. You're stuck with this person. Like, they're the complete opposites. I just, I think that's going to be funny as well, because they're just so different. I know. <laughs> and, like, yeah, like, I've watched one episode in of The Oh, draw. I haven't. All I can so, say is that, and you could probably say more, but I yeah. feel like their new profile is pretty much Colonel, St- Colonel <laughs> Saunders. You <laughs> know, from KFC with the oh big moustache. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I mean, it's interesting. It's fun. Yeah, uh, it's definitely. I think they've actually done quite a good job from the first episode. I will say, Lisa needs Lisa needs to step up, step up her game. Do you know? I feel like she's kind of blending into the background again. But yeah, yeah I think as a whole, it's good. Paddy, are you okay? You look a bit stressed. Why? Do you feel a bit stressed? I oh kind of God. feel a bit stressed. No, I really. I think we else? need to. I think we need to chill. I think we need to relax. And I know the perfect way we could do it. Oh my God! Stop it. Serenity, serenity, I love it. Welcome serenity and love and happiness into your life as we welcome Bryant onto the podcast. Here it is, enjoy. Bryant Wood, thank you so much for joining us on the Circle Unofficial podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing so beautiful. I would say two steps above excellent. Um, I do have an update. I did change my name to Ecar. So okay, why did you do that? Why did you do that? I woke up and the guys said you need to shave your head and transform. And I was like, okay, I'm not sure why, but let's do it. And then we did a whole ceremony. And my friend Ion, who is uh, a Fulani goddess and ancient Egyptian Hika magic practitioner, she did this ritual where we shaved the head, released the old pattern, so we could step into what was new. And then what came through from the ancestors was all right, your new name is Ikar. And Ikar means the one who touches the sky. So this stuff exists out there if you decide to go experience it. Just like the circle. It's like, what do you want to create in life? You know know what I mean? So are are you saying, like, so the the Brian's that was in the circle, it doesn't exist anymore? So if you look back on all your life experience, there's something that stays consistent and doesn't ever change. So that is always there. Anything other than that is always changing and transforming. And your willingness to heal is your ability to transform and mutate into your greatest becoming in whatever form that looks like. Amazing. I already feel really soothed or something. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, by the way, it's so beautiful to see you and talk to both of you. Um, All the only negative feedback that I've gotten from anybody that's watched our season is that the UK version is better. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm I'm a bit biased, so I'm not going to (laughs) comment. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, yeah, Seamus have this one. <laughs> I, I just love to sit on the fence, so I just think we all win. We're all winners here. <laughs> and for people that obviously this is very audio, Brent, can you describe your setting? Because we are very jealous right now, sitting in very cloudy Ireland, looking at where you are. Yeah, well, I mean, your accent is worth a million words. That being said, my background is. Uh, this really beautiful 
it's called the Zen Villa. It's in Costa Rica. And there's probably like 60 different Buddhas here and, you know, a beautiful pool and everything is ergonomic and sustainable. And, um, you know, it just, it makes you feel at peace when you're in, in the context. Um, that being said, I'm in Costa Rica because we're looking to buy land here to build out a community for healers. So our goal is to buy, you know, 100 acres and then build out these, this infrastructure so all of our friends can just focus on their healing work and kind of be free from um, the ideas of society and, and kind of all the things we think we have to do and really step into what we want to do. So that is the mission right now. It's amazing. We're booking flights over this second. Yeah, I'm get it. there you now. Get... I'm like, I'm over to e stats. <laughs> yeah, get over here. <laughs> Everyone that's um, listening is invited too. But let's get back to kind of why we have you on the podcast today. So first off, obviously you entered the circle and you went on this reality show and it's just, it, it seems like, why did you go on? I'm really interested to see kind of why you went on because it seems kind of very far from what you do in your everyday life. Um, so I'd be interested to see kind of why you decided to take that step. Yeah, the, the answer I've been giving um, was when I first heard of the circle, observing it, it's, it's an incredible social experiment. And as you both know from you know, experiencing it, uh, there's nothing that you could ever plan to be prepared for it. And um, what it does is it really illuminates and exacerbates all the things that are horribly wrong for so with social media and also all the things that can be used for good. So, mm. you know, I had a producer friend of mine reach out to me and said, hey, do you want to be on the show? Because I was previously on America's Next Top Model and I was, you know, full transparency, I was the villain on that show. So being able to be my new self, okay. my new loving self, I was able to kind of, you know, not like I did any better, but, you know, it was, it was good to be able to... <laughs> it was cool to be able to be last and still be happy, you know? So there's so yeah. much that I gained just with, within the experience of the circle. So you have kind of a lot of experience in reality TV anyway, because you've done this with America's Next Top Model. Which season were well, you on? So I wouldn't say a lot of experience. So this is like, I, you know, I eventually want to do a talk on this and I'm so glad yeah. all the viewers are, 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 witness, are hearing this. When I was on America's Next Top Model, I was, you know, uh, again, full transparency. I was, you know, wanting to be a model. I wanted to be the best looking I could be. I wanted, I was so physically oriented, you know, I was on uh, stimulants, steroids, like all these things that were creating this internal chaos. And, um, uh, when I was on there, I, I was like, so, so stoked to be on there. I took it so seriously. It was like life or death. I was like, there's nothing more than I thought I wanted in that moment. And then I also got off first on America's Next Top Model. You know oh I mean? my God. It's this, it's this whole weird synchronistic thing with reality <laughs> TV in me. But I was, in, when I was in on ANTM, the person I was, was completely devastated. I was heartbroken. You know, I was, yeah. was, I was so torn up inside for a very long time. And I didn't feel the same when I was on the circle, even though I still put my whole heart in, into it. I was, I was really happy with how I participated and who I was within the experience. So um, if anyone gets a takeaway from this, you know, win or lose, it really matters who is the one that is, um, how you're acting within it, you know, and, and the rest kind of, uh, the rest is going to fulfill itself. Mm -hmm. And how did you find the reaction on social media to doing America's Next Time Model and then doing The Circle this time? Yeah, I'm so grateful that, I'm, I'm incredibly grateful that everyone that knew me from ANTM and everyone that met me on the circle really allowed me to be the person I wanted to be, um, to be kind, to be loving, to be compassionate. It's, it's, it was so important to me beyond my understanding that people were able to accept me for how I showed up as my new transformed self. 
you know, and me doing that for myself gave also everyone a permission to let go of the things that maybe they don't want to be anymore. You know, we all can change. And I think that was a testament to not only the breath work, the meditation and the constant, you know, uh, the constant expression of love, like being kind to people. Like when I was able to transform on TV, um, I really believe that it gave everyone also, also belief in themselves to change, you know? So I was like blown away by how, how accepted I was. And, and I, I, again, I couldn't be more grateful for everyone that viewed it and commented and sent a, sent a message. And it was way beyond even me, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was for the person that um, maybe was feeling something and then they were able to be seen and heard in that moment. That was like, what was it about more so? Yeah. If that makes sense. Because like when you said that you were the villain on America's Talks Model, I didn't watch it and I couldn't believe it because, you know, on the show you were light, positivity and just love and just this beautiful soul. So like you've definitely done that. You have come back and shown that you are this new person, which is amazing. Yeah, yeah, yes. And again, it's, it's not about me. It's about those little moments of what we were, we were able to stand up for. You know, I don't know if a lot of you catched it, but when I played back the episode, there was a couple moments where when we were using terms like, you know, this is crazy, this is, this is insane, you know, being a, a mental health advocate, I know not to use those terms because people could, could feel attacked, you know, so mm. you, you use the words like wild, you know, so you, you transcend mental health stigmas. I was, be able to, I was able to share my bulimia history with people, you know, um, and everyone that had an eating disorder really resonated with that and they felt seen like, so there, it was way beyond me and me winning or me becoming a celebrity off this. It was about like everyone that was viewing that went through something, they felt a connection um, and they were able to transcend their own, um, their own problems, you know, or, or, or feel connected because of them. I have to say, uh, Igar slash Bryant, yeah, I yeah. was a bit of a skeptic when you first came on the screen. So I'm going to be very honest. I was a bit like, like, I'm like, okay, is this too much for me? Like, He's doing his breathing exercises. I love that it's for him. I love that like he's done it, but I don't know if I could buy into it. And now like with you doing this podcast, I have such a sense of calm and I'm just like on your every word. And like I come in since being like, oh, this is going to be because I felt like Seamus was all for you. And I was a bit like a bit on the fence. Like I love that you do it, but I don't know if it's for me. And now since you're talking, I'm like, I have such a sense of calmness. I'm like, God, he is, he is great. Because Sometimes on the show, I was like, is he really this person or is it just kind of put on? Uh, and it's great to see. I, I really feel like you've really had a journey and it is kind of quite authentic. And I wanted to be very upfront and honest because that's how I am as a person. Mm. And I think that you would resonate with that yourself anyway. You don't want people totally. to be phony with you. But yeah, I just thought it would be interesting for you to hear that and, um, mm. and to, to know that. But um, did, it, did it meet up to your expectations? of going on and getting what you wanted from it. Well, first, thank you so much for sharing that, brother. Um, really appreciate you seeing me that way. And, and um, you know, I, anytime we meet someone for the first time, we all come in with what we perceive them as, and then we get to know them. And I heard this quote once, like, if you truly know someone, you can't dislike them. Yeah. You know? um, so just our ability to take the time to do that. So I'm glad that we're having this quality time together because I've seen yeah. you on TV too, you know, and now it's like, yeah. it's a whole different experience face-to-face <laughs> -face over a podcast. Um, okay. So back to the circle and its expectations. It, it blew my, I could never have planned to experience something like that ever. You know, it's, 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 it's a, it's a one huge organ organism, 
You know, everything is interconnected and intertwined and the storyline is constantly evolving based off of what people are choosing to say in the experience. It's like, you know, I at, like removing myself from it because I was out first, I was able to kind of see and observe, like there's 300 people from Netflix working on the show. There was, you know, 14 contestants or however many people. And it was the way they do it is just, I mean, as you know, it's, it's, it's movie yeah. magic. It's, it's TV magic. So um, just to be able to, to see and be a part of it, I'm so grateful. And, and, um, and, you know, it wasn't easy, as you know, it's not easy. Yeah. It's the, the, the lighting, the, the long hours, the, you know, the trying to remember what you said before and who did what, you know, that it's not easy. So, um, yeah, you know, it was, it was beyond my expectations and it was one of the most challenging things that I've experienced, believe it or not. And I've done a lot of things. So interesting yeah. to actually say that. And what was your favorite moment of the show? Oh, my favorite moment. It was so special and it didn't air. Oh, did not no. air. I know. It didn't air. Um, Damn it, Channel so. 4. <laughs> I know. Netflix. <laughs> Channel 4, Netflix. Sorry. <laughs> What's going on? Um, so when I got, uh, when I got booted off, when, I, when I, I booted off, I was, you know, I was really observing how I was feeling and I had a sense of calm. You know, it didn't show, but I, I wrote on the board, you know, resting attached, unattached in the supreme state of being while participating in the world's evolution. So yes, I'm participating in life and I'm also resting in a sense of stillness and being and moving from there instead of getting too caught up in the drama, knowing that everything that's supposed to happen is meant to happen. And it's more importantly of how I'm feeling, what I'm experiencing. So I want to premise that. So I get booted off and I get to make the decision, who do I get to go and visit? Right. Mm -hmm. Who is the one that I get to go and visit? And my intuition just pinged. I was like, Lee, Lee, Lee and I had the, you know, it didn't show 90% of our conversation, but we really connected over, you know, poetry, heartbreak, you know, profound love. And I was like, all right, I'm gonna go visit Lee. So then the, the, the visitation only looks like it's a couple minutes, as you know, but it really is you know, yeah. almost an hour. And when I go, Lee and I, Lee, Lee tells me his whole life story. You know, I'm just listening. I'm like, well, so amazing. His story is incredible, by the way. And we ended up doing some breath work and we did one of my favorite breath works and it, it's really, it really connects you. And it's when one person's exhales, the other person inhales. So Lee and I were holding hands, looking each other in the left eye, which is the eye of connection, it, it's subconscious. And we were breathing each other in for like 10 minutes. Like I'm sure Netflix just thought we were bananas, but, <laughs> we, were, you know, but we were sitting there like literally like in this most intimate connection and moment. And that's what I craved because, it, you know, I was like, I, the thing I said on TV, I was like, I need a hug right now. Like, this is a lot, you know, yeah. um, I wasn't, I wasn't scared to show my emotions. I think it's, emotions are sacred. It's so important. And Lee was able to hold sacred space for me to really um, let everything go and then drop back into that love. So that was my favorite moment. It did not air. And Lee, thank you so much for being so incredible. I really appreciate you, man. Lee, I'm yeah, I love yeah, it. Seriously. We, are, we, we stand with Lee. Uh, but going on from that, I'd love you to teach us some breathing exercises if you could. Yeah. Uh, over the podcast. I think this would be fun. Are you ready, Seamus? I am never be more ready. Okay. Okay. I'm, uh, so I teach intuitive breath work. It's incredibly simple. The main thing is you ground yourself first before each uh, practice. So grounding means you're just bringing your soul into the body. Okay. And a really good way to do that is when you ground, you activate your parasympathetic nervous system, which is your digestion, your reset, your recover, your rest. And that's most simply done through the exhalation, elongating the exhalation. So let's just try a couple. We're going to breathe in through the nose 
and then you're going to exhale through first lips as slow as you can and see if you can push the energy about 10 feet in front of you. And everyone that's listening, both of you connect with my voice. Inhale through the nose, drawing new energy into the body. And slowly through pursed lips, exhale, pushing the air out of your body into the world. So good. And last one, intentionality. So slow down. Breathe in. And exhale, pushing the air out in front of you, slowing down. Good, and just coming a nat couple natural breaths on your own here. Breathing from your stomach. This is diaphragmatic breathing. It's the healthiest way to breathe. And when you slow down your breath to five seconds in, five seconds in, five seconds out, it harmonizes the brain waves, the bloodstream. And now what we're gonna do is we're gonna do what is called the cosmic yawn super easy you're going to breathe in through the mouth breathe in through the mouth again and let go with a yawn so good two more of those inhale through the mouth inhale through the mouth and big yawn and last one use your full body it looks silly but it feels delicious inhale open Inhale, and yawn. Hey, you're making me laugh at your yawn. What are you doing here, yawn? <laughs> we need the side effects. <laughs> so oh, good, and laughing, so, laugh. I feel so yeah. zen after that. <laughs> so Let's good. just do a podcast about breathing. Yeah. Like, who cares about the circle? <laughs> Let's do both. Oh, Let's I love that. I love that, except for... Shame's creepy yawns put me off my vibes. <laughs> uh, it was like, you know, joining in. I was feeling the moment, getting into the... I love that. That's amazing. That. Thank you so much. Thank you for that, Brian. Yeah. So what's, what's next? Um, thank you for asking. So we have, we're building out the healing center in Costa Rica to create a new world. I have my breathwork uh, workshops that I'm leading. I, I'm transitioning my pricing so it can... It can be accessible to the masses. Um, I'm super passionate about that. And then I have a company called Modern Nirvana, which is a health and wellness company. And we're hosting a conference where we're honoring Deepak Chopra with an award August 14th. So that'll be, if anybody can come, make it to Austin, Texas, you're all invited. Please just let me know. Um, and I'm doing a, also a breathwork certification that I'm working on. So those are the three main things. I really want to simplify everything so I can focus <laughs> and put my heart into uh, only a couple of things. And amazing. Yeah, so uh, where could people find out more information about all this? Which is okay, so amazing. Yeah. Um, Bryant.give is my Instagram. Um, so yeah, just comment on my photo, you know, say oh, I heard you on this really amazing podcast with Seamus, you know. Well, don't forget my name right, by the way. Okay. Yeah, Seamus. Seamus. Yeah, uh, yeah, people call him Seamus, which is hilarious. Uh, uh, yeah, Steema. <laughs> Love it. I mean, and then modern-nirvana.com as well. So those are the two main spots. And, and, um, and I have to say as well, he is actually captivating on Instagram. I follow and like, 
You've converted me. I was a pessimist what? Like, oh, whatever. <laughs> now I'm watching his Instagram every day and being like, Zen, happiness. Uh, yes. I'm, I'm reading that Kumbaya band. I'm like, bam, bam, bam. Get it. Yeah, get it. <laughs> there I was being like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's not that bit. Whatever. And now I'm like leading the Kumbaya band. Like, la, la, bam. <laughs> Sighing in the background. Ah, yeah, do, yeah. Do, do, doing my breathing exercises. <laughs> I'm telling you, if we all did that, wow, what a what a transformation, you know? Like, yeah. why don't we all get together and do that? So simple. Yeah, it's brilliant, amazing. Um, well, it's been absolutely unbelievable having you on, and I can't wait to see what you have next. And I hope that we meet one time. I hope we meet one day. Uh, hey, you're literally always welcome, my friend. Um, Seriously, like I, it's weird that we're all put together because of this, but there's obviously a reason. So let's lean into yeah. it. Yeah, it'd be unbelievable. Yeah, great. Well, look, I hope you have the great, greatest time ever. You seem to be very zen and in and in your in your vibe, good vibes only, as you always say. Good vibes uh, and only. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on, and I wish you all the best. Okay, much love, love everybody. Let's do this. Let's have a wonderful life. Oh. Uh... Honestly, like, when have I ever become like that? Like, I was, you know, I had to tell him how honest I, I felt as well. And I think I actually might sign up to one of those breathing courses. <laughs> I think I, I think I'm definitely, and the way he said that he was trying to make them more accessible for everyone, that they won't be that expensive. Yeah. I am 100% going to do one of them. I mean, do you want to do it together? I mean, on, it's all online. Like, but... Can we just say as well, like, your breathing techniques on the actual interview, I couldn't, I had to stop myself from laughing so many times. <sighs> I was like, I, I didn't want to make it look like I was laughing at him doing the course I mean. <laughs> oh my god you, you, get, you made it so it's like trying not to laugh and mask and I'm like oh, no, no. You're like, you sound like Dory from um, Finding Nemo Finding Nemo in my head I was just like oh god I, like I want the influencers to know or not the influencers, the influencers. <laughs> who are the influencers I want the like the listeners to know that like you know we are actually doing this we're taking part we're into it but yeah I I could probably just edit out my sounds <laughs> no, please do keep them in. I will not Please keep them in. They're so funny. Even like the PR who we uh, go through was like, you have some interesting sounds. Comes out here you should hear me. In, you should hear me in bed. Oh my God. <laughs> and on that note, we're going to end the episode. So up in our next episode, we have another brilliant, brilliant chat with one of the contestants. And we're going to be covering episodes. One of the, one of, of the icons. 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 Yeah. icons reality tv icons we are going to be then covering episode nine and ten and Exciting. then we're near the end we're Isn't very near the end yeah so yeah keep in touch with us you know um if you like the podcast and you like listening to us please give us some love yeah. love and uh, you know give us a little rating give us a little little comment if you if you're gonna badmouth us keep it to the whatsapp groups but if you have something Fact. nice to say, it'd yeah, be share it on social. Just tell on one social. friend. Just tell one friend. Yeah, that'd be great. You know, loves ya, loves ya. Okay, we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks, guys. That's hot. That's hot. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>